to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. In this episode, I wanted to take a look at something that's kind of like a phenomenon and see if you kind of recognized it or realized it too. And that's kind of how life, real life, seems to be imitating art, as in a lot of the movies that we've seen. And I went online to check out some examples of that. So we're going to get into that now. The reason why I was thinking about this is because I just think it's crazy sometimes what's going on in life. And then and then it just seems like our government is kind of clueless about what's going on. And it's like, wait, don't you watch the movies we watch? Like, a really good example for me is Contagion. So that's a movie where this disease or virus, a pandemic or an epidemic happens, and it spreads really easy. It goes person to person. It starts with one person. I think Gwyneth Paltrow was the person it started with in some other country. Then she gets on a plane and is affecting people and those people are infecting people and in the U.S. they all get infected and before you know it, the whole country is shut down. They've got quarantine zones. Some people are immune, some are not. They come up with a vaccine and then you have to wait for your number to come up in the lottery so that you can go get vaccinated and it just seemed like all of the things that happened during the COVID pandemic is exactly what is predicted in the movie. Things that you wouldn't think could really happen, really happen. Like the entire country shutting down and nothing happening. Nobody's working. I mean, there's a scene where uh, Matt Damon is walking down the street and there's garbage on the, on the sidewalks because they haven't been collected. That happened, you know. The thing about you had to wait for the first um, first vaccines were only available for certain people. So you had to wait until it was your turn to get it. That happened, right? The way that it spread so quickly from person to person, that happened. People walking around with masks, that happened. So it was a really interesting movie to me to see and when the pandemic happened, I didn't understand why we weren't ready because I'm like, wait, if you saw this movie, then our country should have said, hey, this could possibly happen. So let's be prepared in case it does. But no, they didn't prepare. So we weren't ready and a whole lot of bad stuff happened. So I thought that was crazy. Another example are the disaster movies. There's, there's a, a bunch of them, but they tend to have the same theme. Either the earth is getting too hot. You know, there's one where the sun's beams are so hot, they're burning people and melting bridges. Another one, it's like um, everything is turning to ice instantaneously. Places that were formerly hot are cold. Places that were formerly cold are hot. There's a big giant flood a tsunami of sorts and in, in taking out whole cities like New York City and stuff like that. And we're seeing 
that kind of stuff already. Crazy weather patterns out there. Like, I think one movie was Geostorm. Another movie is The Day After Tomorrow. They're just, you're looking at these and you're seeing the the weather patterns change because of global warming or the things that we're doing to kind of destroy our ozone and stuff like that. And and I'm not going to get deep into that because I know if you're political, you may not agree with that or not. But my point really is the government should be paying attention to these movies because then you would know, hey, this could happen. We should do something about it. We should be prepared for a big disaster to happen like this. Let's make sure if this craziness does happen, we're ready. But they're not ready. They're not ready. Nobody's paying attention. So anyway, that's not the point of this story. It's not to rant about the unpreparedness of our government, but to talk about movies, movies where life is imitating art, where make-believe is actually coming true. I went online and I looked up some websites and I see some that are listing some of those movies where that kind of happened. So I'm going to go through a few of them. I've obviously already talked about a couple of them. But one of them is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And they're saying that it predicted Mr. and Mrs. Pitt, (laughs) them getting together. If you don't know what this movie is, it's a great movie, actually. I really enjoyed it. And if you like spy movies, thrillers, then you'll really like this movie. Um, it's also a romantic, it's not a romantic comedy, but it's more of like a romantic adventure or romantic spy story where these two spies are married, but they're lying to each other at, at first and they don't know that the other one is a spy and their agencies find out and hire them to actually go after each other and target each other. And by doing that, they find out that they're both spies and (laughs) that their marriage wasn't really real. And I'm giving you way too much of the story. But anyway, it ended up, they're saying that they denied there was any romance during filming, but obviously in real life, they ended up Uh, getting together and getting married. I mean, you can call that life imitating art. I I don't know if I agree with that so much. I just think it's just happenstance that they happen to be in a movie. The movie could have been about anything, and I think that the chemistry would have been there and they would have come together. But you could, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's a true example of life imitating art. You make that decision. All right, another one they're saying is the movie The Birds because it really attacked the author's descendants. So Alfred Hitchcock is the one who made the movie of The Birds. And this is a movie where birds are attacking people and really like killing them and maiming them and everything. And it's really, really scary. It's from 1963, so you might enjoy it so you should definitely check it out um but the person who wrote it was called Daphne du Maurier and I might be saying that wrong but 50 years later they're saying her son and his wife were viciously attacked by seagulls outside their English cottage 
So isn't that crazy that the mother wrote this story and 50 years later her child is attacked by the birds? I don't know. What do you call that? That that seems like life imitating art. I don't know. That's a little too freaky for me to understand that because it is not common for people to get attacked by birds. It's just not. There's another one about the movie Airplane 2. So Airplane and Airplane 2 are spoofs and spoofs of dramatic movies. In both movies, like in Airplane, there's an airplane that has a disaster, experiences a disaster, and there's all kinds of comedic things happening um, as they're trying to save the passengers and land safely. And in Airplane 2, I believe, the drama takes place mostly on a shuttle, or maybe it's an airplane, I can't remember. But anyway, in that movie, in Airplane 2, there's a scene where people are going through a full-body scanner, We didn't have full-body scanners back then. We have them now. But that movie came out, like, in 1982. Airports didn't have full-body scanners. We weren't even thinking about that. A lot of that stuff came out after 9-11, you know, in, in the name of security, which we needed. And now you have them. So it's kind of funny to see it in a movie where they're making fun because you know they're walking through and it's and and you can see a naked body in the movie and stuff. Yeah, there's there's a good example of life really imitating the art, right? I don't think the scanners look at your body in that way, but but I mean, I don't know. Uh another one is Brad Pitt when he was in the movie Troy. He was playing Achilles, and he actually tore his Achilles. You know, the Achilles is a tendon down in your foot, in the back of, back of your foot, and it's apparently pretty debilitating injury. And so he's playing the character Achilles, and then he ends up tearing his Achilles tendon. It's it's a little bit ironic. I don't know. Or maybe it's not ironic. I, listen, like Alanis Morissette, I may be misusing the word ironic. Don't shoot me, okay? But it's just very coincidental that that happened. Kind of freaky. So that is definitely an example of life imitating art. Another example. Another example would be the movie called The Net. It came out in 95, starring Sandra Bullock. And this movie really did predict a lot of stuff that was to come. When this movie came out, the internet... I don't know if the internet actually existed or it was just a baby. But The Net wasn't really a a great movie. It didn't do great. And we were still doing dial-up back then. And this movie really predicted a lot of stuff that we do now. Like in that movie, she's very much a recluse, like a hermit, and does everything through the internet. She's a a computer person, like maybe an analyst or something. I can't really remember what her job is. But 
She orders her food, like she orders pizza through the internet. She uh, bought airline tickets through the internet for a vacation. She does everything and things that back then nobody did. It didn't exist. You couldn't order food (laughs) through the internet. You couldn't do everything that she ends up doing, having deliveries come to your house, everything through the internet without seeing a human being or talking to a human being. You couldn't do that in the 90s, but you can do it now. It seems so far removed. If you saw that movie now, you'd be like, oh my gosh, what is that, the 70s? But it wasn't that long ago. The internet is still relatively new, relatively young. And being able to do all of the things we do today with our phones, with our internet, that was a, you know, what is that? 20, 30 years ago? Look how far we've come in such a short amount of time. Imagine where we're going to be 30 years from now. What we'll be able to do and accomplish. It's kind of like, wow. It's kind of like eye-opening. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. We're, We're fighting whether or not we should allow AI into our jobs and and into certain industries into the movie business and tv and everything so in 20 years who knows where ai is going to be and and that's another instance of life imitating art because we should be paying attention to movies like i robot we don't want the computers to turn against us so Be careful with what we are giving them and what we are programming them to be able to do. Also, the movie Eagle Eye, if you saw that, that was kind of effed up too. I'm just saying. So you got to be careful what we're creating because it could turn around and bite us in the butt. I'm just saying, you know, life imitates art a little too closely sometimes. So pay attention, government. Those movies exist. Watch them and prepare and make backups and be ready so that we don't go through worst case scenarios. Can we just do that? Can we? So if you can think of any examples that maybe I didn't mention of life imitating art in the movies, then drop a line and let me know. Uh, Drop a comment and, and share that. And let me know what you think about the ones that I just talked about. If you think they're good examples or not, I'd like to hear from you. Well, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time.